Welcome to Grammar Lab, where we sprinkle a pinch of know-how into your daily dose of words. Every week, we dive deep into the quirks of the English language, helping you communicate with clarity and confidence. Today, we're stirring the pot with two words that trip up even the most seasoned word chefs, adverse versus averse. Stick around as we dissect these lookalikes and bake in the understanding you need to use them perfectly every time. All right, Abby, let's dig right in. Let's start with adverse, spelled A-D-V-E-R-S-E. -E. It's an adjective that means unfavorable or harmful. Think of it like an adverse reaction to a medication. It's definitely not something you want. True. And how about averse? That's A-V-E-R-S-E. -E. It's also an adjective, but it means having a strong feeling of opposition, dislike, or distaste. You might be averse to something, like being averse to waking up early, as I am, every single Monday. Now, the juicy part, the etymology. Both words come from Latin, but took different paths into English. Adverse finds its roots in adverse, meaning turned against. This evolved into adverse in French and made its way into English around the 14th century. Averse, on the other side of the page, comes from aversus, meaning turned away, a subtle but important distinction. It appeared in English in the early 18th century. Though similar, they've always had that space between them, like siblings with different personalities. And usage can change over time. Adverse was often used to describe confrontation in the past, like adverse parties in legal documents. Nowadays, it leans more towards describing detrimental effects. Let's play with this distinction. I'll give you a sentence with the word blank, and you'll fill in the right word. Ready? Born ready. Here goes. She had a blank reaction to the medication, resulting in a rash. Oh, that's adverse, A-D-V-E-R-S-E. Bingo, okay, your turn. All right, he is blank to skydiving. Even the thought of it makes him queasy. That's a classic case of being averse. A-V-E-R-S-E. Skydiving's not for everyone, after all. It's all about context. If you're talking about something bad or unfavorable happening, adverse is your word. But if it's about someone's feelings or attitudes towards something, you want averse. Exactly. For example, the team faced adverse weather conditions during the game versus she is averse to playing in the rain. Now, let's look at some fun historical tidbits. The phrase adverse possession a legal term for when someone acquires property by openly occupying it without the owner's permission, has existed since the 1800s. And did you know, a verse often appeared in religious texts to describe someone turning away from sin? It has quite a moral punch to it. Indeed, it does. Who knew two words could carry such a history and still trip us up in modern times? We hope this episode stops those adverse grammar effects and that you're no longer averse to using these terms. Remember, it's all about context and nuance. If you have questions that you would like for us to answer on future episodes, please get in touch at grammarlab at pagepods.com. Our email address is also in the show notes. And if you like the show, be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app and consider leaving a review so that others can learn more about us. To stay up to date on the latest episodes and for show transcripts, subscribe to our newsletter at the link in the show notes or email us. Thanks for tuning in and keep on exploring the vast laboratory of language.
Until next time, goodbye and stay glamorous.